TTB Music Podcast. George Martin Bobby V Pete Burns Prince Buster Guy Clark Merle Haggard Keith Emerson Greg Lake Morris White Jimmy Bain of Rainbow Paul Cantner, Jefferson Airplane Senior Toller Anderson, Jefferson Airplane Matt Roberts, Three Doors Down Greg Gill in Spiral Carpets Sharon Jones Rod Temperton Alan Vega James Woolley Dave Swarbrick Fairport Convention Nick Menza Megadeth Frank Sinatra Jr Fife Dolg Tricol Quest Andy Newman Thunderclap Newman Colin Vencombe Black Liam Russell Glenn Frey The Eagles Prince Vanity Christian Leonard River Reeves Thomas Lowe, Jack Dakin and Craig Tarry, Viola Beach. Leonard Cohen. David Bowie. So it's awards time. Hey! That time of year that people Bye. look forward to when we uh, <laughs> discuss all the albums we've loved, loved it so much if during the year. Uh, and as usual, we have an exciting array of awards for people to listen to. Um, but unlike those TV programmes now that you get every time when they spend the first 10 minutes basically summarising what's going to happen in the next 50 minutes, we're just going to, yeah, jump straight in. Yeah. But to give some context to what we're talking about, um, there's a, a website called uh, Album of the Year, which specialises in collecting reviews from various different <laughs> things. Well, that's how you can do it. Uh, and... <laughs> I've looked revealed. at their, based on 95 end of year lists, as of, of going to, as of going to press, he says, as of going to recording, no, mm-hmm. um, their best top 10 albums of the year um, overall were 10 Angel Olsen, My Woman, 9 A Tribe Called Quest, We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service, 8 Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Skeleton Tree, Seven, Kanye West, The Life of Pablo. Six, Chance the Rapper, Colouring Book. Five, Radiohead, A Moon-Shaped Pool. Four, Solange, Seat at the Table. Three, Frank Ocean, Blonde. Two, Beyonce, Lemonade. And number one, David Bowie, Blackstar. Uh, uh, I found this list actually quite quite interesting. It's interesting for start off to see that you know, the Noel sisters yeah. uh, take up two of the top five places. And actually account for over a quarter of the number one spots Wow! in the list. Uh, Bowie and Beyonce both have 17 number one positionings on lists, uh, but Bowie did slightly better in top fives, top tens and stuff like that. Uh, it's also interesting because only three of these albums were albums that we actually reviewed, the Bowie, hey. Cave and Angel Olsen. <laughs> Fingers on the pulse. Oh, we're always good. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, there were reasons, extenuating circumstances for us not doing some of these. Uh, 
uh, Beyonce album I fully intended us to review. However, mm. it wasn't Spotified because clearly it was titled because of husband. Oh, of course, yes. Um, similarly, um, I think at least one of the other albums we here was also, I think Kanye West wasn't on there at the time either. Uh, I know, it's terrible, isn't it? But apparently it's the seventh best album of the year. <laughs> and with Radio, Radiohead, uh, but that was during a period where we were struggling to get podcasts in, and by the time we got around to doing a podcast, <laughs> the Radiohead album was already about two, two months old. So we decided to review something new rather yes. than something old. I recall. Good kids. Right. With that out of the way, let's actually get yeah. on to the main thing. I mean, in the do. words of uh, Angus Harrison in The Guardian recently, now that music criticism has shed its superiority complex, there's little place for worst in show lists that seek to lambast the mainstream. So let's start with the Gold Cobra Award for worst <laughs> album we've listened to in 2016. <laughs> Pete, the nominees. Drake. And that's it, really. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so unsurprisingly, the, our winner was uh, Drake Views, um, a 85-minute-long album yeah. uh, that we listened to about halfway through the year. Yeah, yes. And we still have the scars. Yeah. And to be fair, I think you liked it slightly more than I did, because I remember I got quite sweary about it, because it really, you, you really... You went off on one about yeah, it. I it, mean, I, I, I knew... I, it I really knew, annoyed I knew me. I knew it was a contender for this, but... but yeah, I, I get to give it to give it. I almost said credit. Then did you hear the word get stuck in my throat? Yeah. Um, to give it credit, it, uh, it it wasn't. I think as shockingly terrible as you were making out, but it was very bad. Uh, its length didn't help for me. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, 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 we should say this is an album. I just for the second year in a row, uh, Drake was the world's most streamed artist on Spotify with 4.7 billion streams. It was so in tune with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, he's the most streamed artist of all time on Spotify with 8.7 wow. billion streams. Wow. And, as I said, people, it's, it's been nominated for Grammys, stuff like that, and people re really did like, like this record. Um, you know, uh, for an artist so eager to entertain, so set up on being his superior status in a fickle industry, he surprisingly doesn't take any risks in order to do something truly different, said Tony Mistapes. <laughs> and that's pretty much what... what yeah. That pretty much summed up the way I thought about this re yeah. re record. Yeah. Okay, here's a guy who is... Touted as the next big thing, touted as somebody that's up there with Kanye and all, all these kind of people. And clearly he's doing, doing all right, like I say, he's selling an absolute shed load, shed load of records and clearly people uh, like it, even if it's from just a singles point of view. But for me, because of that, I just found this hugely, hugely soul-destroying, disappointing record. It didn't show any invention at all. And just sounded tired even by 2016 standards of the genre it was trying mm. trying trying to do so yeah it just it annoyed me because it people say oh yes this, he's great and he's look at this he's doing this that and oh there's a thing with rihanna and you go yeah hmm, yeah no <laughs> yeah no I, I think that was it that was it entirely for me as well it it i think that that sub-genre of of rap r&b is now tired and so for me it instantly sounded dated yeah although it's clearly still making <laughs> but it's still popular kids. shit load of money <laughs> exactly um I, for, it's just it was just it was just a, it was just soul destroyed because there was no joy in this at all um no. it well it, there was there was there was uh, one minute and 46 minutes of joy in summer's 
over Interlude, which yeah. was the third last track on the album, Indeed. which was lovely. Which was lovely because it was near the end. And but but for me, it was it, it, it was just uh, here. I am I'm successful. I'm an artist. I'm wealthy. I got women. I got cars. I got houses. I Enough got, about you, I got bling. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. I'm bloody miserable about it, mate. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're right. Yes, it was a miserable album. He was, was just, he was moaning. Was just a moan. Yes, oh, like eighty minutes of someone moaning. If I want that, I'll just go down the pub. <laughs> now there's an idea, kids. But please remember to drink responsibly. Yes, indeed. Especially around this time of the year. Oh, in fact, yes. What with New Year coming up? So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. For me, clear winner from from the, from the off. Yeah. To be fair, it didn't have much competition, which is a, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a good yeah, sign. I can come back to that point anyway, later. Yeah. yeah. Moving on to our Moving next on. award <laughs> for the Critically Unloved Album of the Year, oh. which again, this is uh, on the pulse. given to one of the 60 <laughs> albums that we reviewed, uh, which actually failed to make any critics year-end <laughs> best of lists, <laughs> at least that we know about. So we're talking about 95 lists going here. Yeah. So... <clears throat> The nominees in that were Foy Vance, Wild Swan, ABC, Let's Kind of Live 2, Sting, 50th, 57th, God, come on, 57th and 9th, Mary Chapin Carpenter, The Things That We Are Made Of, and Little Mix, Glory Days. And our winner, Pete, is... Little Mix, Glory Days. (laughs) Come on, admit it, listeners, you're surprised for that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, this was just nice. It was just nice, you know? It was nice. We reviewed it last 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 podcast. Podcast. It's just it's you know it's just it's just pop music. It's you know it's just a guilty pleasure or whatever. Or maybe your daughter's just a pleasure. New album. Just just a pleasure, not exactly. No, it's not even that guilty. It's just a it's a decent slice of pop music, mate. What do you want? What do you want? It is. Uh, (laughs) Nothing else matters. Is one of my tunes of the year, Uh even though it's not on our tunes of the year list. (laughs) But you know, just saying. Yeah, just saying. Moving swiftly along, the most important solid album of the year, uh, given to an album that was unsurprisingly good but didn't quite delight. <laughs> did we, have we invented this category? Did we try and do this one before? We don't invent categories, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> the nominees, Pete. <laughs> oh, teenage Fan Club, here. Bob Mould, Patch the Sky. Misty Miller, The Whole Family is Worried. And the winner is, Scott. The winner is The Fannies. <laughs> Teenage Fan Club and Here, an album that proved after many years you can still record a good album that's literally just a good album. <laughs> it's not a great album. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> and it's an awful, because let's face it, there are lots of people that have, that have been going for years that still can't manage to do that. <laughs> well, look at you, Drake. Um, no. Did you? Yeah, this is a good album. <laughs> there you go. I rest my case. <laughs> Who said podcasting is difficult? Oh, my brother-in-law liked it. There you go. There you go. They're very good live. Yeah. And again, they're always very good live. Yeah. So there you but, go. What, what do you want? But the other tracks that yeah. they played, apart from the tracks this album, <laughs> were, were the best tracks. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a joy. Indeed. Most surprising album or genre switch of the year award, which was uh, one we started with last year. Yeah. Um, what did we go with? Did we go with surprising or genre switch? Uh, I think we probably well, went we'll with. We'll find out, won't we? Yeah, we yeah. will. The nominees are 
Uh, Honeyblood Babes Never Die, Bonnevere 22 a million, and Esperanza Spawning Emily's Devolution. And the winner, Pete, was... Honeyblood Babes Never Die. And explain why. Because it really took me by surprise. Uh, no, all right. <laughs> you want more? Um, for me, as we were reviewing the year, uh, this album just shot right up my list. Um, it jumped about ten places. I realised on, you know, what must have then, by that point, been fifth or sixth listen. Um, a really great album. Yeah. You know, a great rocking album. You know, clean and simple. Uh, for me, I, I backed up this decision simply because I, I was a fan of their debut album. Um, but was slightly concerned when one of the members of the two-piece band left. <laughs> uh, how the sound and direction the band was, was going to go um, but the answer was clearly from strength to strength yeah. this is uh, whilst there are uh, a couple of really good tracks a couple of very very good tracks in fact on the debut album um, the quality of this second album throughout is very good yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's consistently good yeah and it proves you can still make a great indie rock album yes which frankly we'd lost yeah, pretty much all I hope. I think of. we've lost all hope of. So I think that was that was the surprise. Yes. Yeah, so so this award could also be called the yes, it is still possible to make a good indie album award as well. Oh, that would have been a good title for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next year when there won't Next be any, when there won't be anybody we can put in it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Best shared musical activity outside of the podcast award to prove that we do actually see each other outside of these, these podcasting. And these awards. are the three times we've seen each other. Yes. <laughs> So, and, and they were. <laughs> and they were, Pete. When were they? Uh, the C2C Songwriters Circle at the O2 Indigo. Uh, Jesse Marlin at the Borderline. Back in June, July, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Brandy Clark at Cadigan Hall. And in, the in that winner. London. Yeah. And the winner was uh, Brandy Clark doing her acoustic thing. Yeah. Which was a rather splendid gig. Yeah, it was a splendid gig because she was doing exactly that. Because I have to admit, went into that thinking, how's it going to work? How's it going to work? How's it going to work? Gonna work? Yeah. I, it was lovely. Her, was, and her and her mate. Her and her mate. And the setting was delightful as well. Never been to that venue before. Never been to Cadigan Hall. Really nice place for an acoustic gig. It is. Very sort of soft and gentle. And uh, like being in a grand old civic hall. Beautiful place. Um, so that all just added to the experience. Plus you're a good company, of course, as well. Absolutely. And you, listener. You know. Indeed. So, uh, Yeah. Very good. No, that's great. Um, I, I mean, for me, Jesse Marlin coming up to the bar and closing his set about five feet from where we were stood was also quite special. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good. That was one. That was certainly one of the rock moments. That was a year. rock moment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So, we have best song of the year and album of the year to go. Wow. So best song of the year. We're knocking these out. We are. Well, otherwise people just turn off from it. Yeah, true. It's just less, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Best song of the year. Our nominees are Sting, I Can't Stop Thinking About You, Garbage Sometimes, Pet Shop Boys in a Sanctum, Bat for Lashes, Sunday Love, Yay Say a Dead Sea Scrolls, David Bowie, Black Star, School of Seven Bells, This Is Our Time, Mm. The Jezebels, Love is a Disease, PJ Harvey, Ministry of Defence, and the aforementioned Brandy Clark, Girl Next Door. And our winner is Pete. I'm going to go with Black Star. Yeah, I know there was a, there was another contender in there, which was also very good. Yeah. Uh, I think Garbage's um, opening 
to to their great comeback album. Um, sometimes was was dark and and just set the tone beautifully for that record. Um, but it, it's got to be Black Star. It, it does have to be Black Star. Yeah, yes. by a mile. Just a a. Ah, in the center of it all, in the center of it all. Yeah, yeah, you've got that sort of great sort of song, and then in the middle of it, and then all of a sudden he drops goes in, off on one. just drops in another song right there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, which, whatever way you look at it, was indeed, yeah, very sort of premonitionary. Yes, very like premonitionary. album, really. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on indeed, and uh, I think we're going to move on by. We're going to count down to, before we get to to our. Oh yeah. Before we get to our top five. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can do the counting. Right. Okay. So uh, count, counting down, counting down till we, we get. Should we alternate? Yeah. So, count, so well. Yeah. So we're counting down until we get to. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Yeah. Then we'll yeah, stop. Yeah. Good work. So our, the official CTB top 20 albums of the year, with our combined reasoning, uh, at number 20 <laughs> was Regina Spector, Remember Us to Life. Uh, uh, joint 18, it's Shearwater, Jet Plane and Oxbow. And Misty Miller, The Whole Family is Worried. At 17, mate, it was Metallica, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. <laughs> I feel like we're on Radio 2 now. <laughs> Dr. Mosh! <laughs> uh, at 16, we have Gigs and Landlord. At uh, 15, uh, Jezebel's Cynthia. Joint 13, Bat for Lashes, The Bride, and... School of Seven Bells, S7B. <laughs> Finally managed it. At uh, number 12, The Divine Comedy for Everland. Number 11, Esperanza Spaulding, Emily's D Evolution. 10, Yesaya, Amen and Goodbye. At nine, Pet Shop Boys, super. Eight, Michael Kuaneku, Love and Hate. Seven, PJ Harvey, The Hope Six Demolition Project. Yeah. Shall I do a drum roll? Yeah. Do <laughs> yeah. I realise like, I missed one off our list? There should have been six. The nominee should have had six. Right? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> they hate it when the production notes are just wrong. Excellent, good stuff. So it means that we have uh, we have six nominees for our album of the album of the year. Marvelous. Uh, which are Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Skeleton Tree, Boniver, Twenty Two A Million, uh, Brandy Clark, Big Day in a Small Town, David Bowie, Black Star, Garbage, Strange Little Birds, and Honey Blood, Babes Never Die. Mm. So this is where we do the big drum roll. All right, hang on. Yeah. Ow. And everyone who's listening has already switched off. (laughs) Yes, because they already know what the answer is. Of course, it is. Yeah, it's David Bowie, Black Star. To be fair, we we agree with the critics for a change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But the critics were also right for a change. Um, Whilst I will admit, I'm sure some of the critical uh, adoration and praise of the album has, in some part, been. Um, influenced by Bowie's death at the start of the, start, start of the, the start of the year I think on the whole most people have rightly rated it highly because it just is a terrific record it's awesome and 
it's it's one of those records that the more you listen to it, the more you mm. get out of it. And again, it's not a very long record either. And it's mm. it's, it's it's amazing that basically recorded a seven track album. Two of the tracks were stuff he'd already recorded before, that just kind of decided to just re-record, mm. rework, and rework very well and for very very differently. Um, Sue particularly mm. I preferred the rework. Uh, yeah. But it just yeah, it's it's a wonderfully dark, inventive. Funnily enough, there, there were times that actually just remind me it re- reminds me both of uh, One Outside and of Tim Machine, Tim Machine. Mm. Uh, in the kind we of about that recently, we? yeah, and yeah. in, in the kind of general kind of sounds that are going on in the, going on in the record, mm. and it's just, I think we both agreed that uh, this year particularly, our number one record was very rarely in doubt. Yeah, um, there wasn't anything that yep. really got close to it, which is not to do any disservice to the albums that fell below. Just the record, record Brandy Clark was our number two, uh-huh. Honey Blood, Babes Never Die was number three. And Garbage Nick Cave and Boniver were joint number four. Mm. All good records. All great records. And um, because it's now this, this album set the tone for a year, didn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, it? It's just it's it's an album that continually rewards. There you go. I went straight for the cliche. Uh, it's an album that will stay fresh for many years to come. Um, it's a, a signifier of what you can do when you want to be inventive. Indeed. And it was a perfect um, bookend to a, a truly outstanding career, dare I say, life. Yes. All right. Yeah, and yeah, recorded two of the best albums of his career. Mm. That's the last two albums of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <coughs> and uh, it, I just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's going to be on classic lists for many years to come, and no doubt it is part influenced by what happened immediately thereafter. Um, and it really was that yes, weekend, wasn't it? It was that weekend. Yeah. Um, but deservedly so. As for as for twenty. 16, you want my thoughts? Yes, I'll keep I do. It to, I'll keep it to the music. <laughs> um, I think this has been a good year for music. It's been solid. For, for, for living artists. <laughs> it's been a solid year. It's been a solid year. Um, I actually think, I think the more, uh, there was a, p- a point when I thought, actually, have we really got enough this year? And actually, for the very first time when compiling my own list, um, I think I had an opportunity to actually go through pretty much everything because it was difficult to place some of those records in the top 20. Yeah. Um, there was a clear top 20 uh, this year, but they were all great records. Or solid to good records. <laughs> yeah, I solid to good records, but... Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I do agree. I, I think it, it, it turned out to be a better year musically than... Mm. than I thought, and yep. and certainly as I was saying for a lot of it, but I actually think bizarrely, I think that was helped by the fact I think, I think there was a quite strong. I think there were a couple of strong turns. I think it was a very strong start to the year. Kind of January, February was mm. was was quite strong. Yeah. Um, and particularly actually, if you look on end of year lists, the fact the fact that the David Bowie album, the Savages album, the mm-hmm. Hines album, which mm-hmm. we were, all three of those we reviewed in that 
first podcast. Yeah. All still there. Scored the the very scored very highly in end of year li- yeah, lists. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got towards the towards the, the final quarter when clearly you've, similarly you've got the Nick Cave album, um Bonivere album, um Honey Blood. Uh, Honey Blood, Angel, Angel, Angel Olsen, Mitski, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blood Orange, all things that have done really, really well. The yeah. Blood Orange one's still, and even the Mitski one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't quite get that one, but I clearly didn't really Angel Olsen album as well as, as clearly many other people did. Uh, I mean, I think if you look to uh, rather than reading them, out, reading them out, we can post them online. But yeah. the whole the whole thing. Um, but clearly, the, on our individual lists, that we, we had some things that were <laughs> different from others, shall we say. So clearly, unsurprisingly, perhaps unsurprisingly, again, to our, to our my, listen, my listeners, your second favourite album, album is, was Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> well, no, I... Once I had it at number nine, 19 in my, my, my list, but as you say, I, wasn't, I didn't have it at 19 to be, to be cruel. To be cruel. No. I had it, at 19, it, it made my top 20, so it was, it was, it was a good I record. Thought, look, I... I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think I think nineteen of my choices were well executed. That one was clearly favoritism. Um, <laughs> but um, I, by their standards, I thought that was a great record as well. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Know, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, and then you get into your Brandy Clarks and Garbages and Honey Bloods. Um, I mean, our our top our two our two lists they, they do diverge actually, don't they? Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's touch points like Bonnie Vare. Um, School of Seven Bells went up in my ratings as well. Um, I don't know what happened; it seemed to slip back down again. But but at one point that was that was in my top ten. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Another happy album. Yeah, another, celebrating death. Another happy album. There was a few about yeah. Fire on the Beach. You're just doing death on your list. Yes, there there's quite a bit there. Um, uh, sadly, no place for Rick Astley. Fifty, but. Um, Is that the one number he was? Yeah. <laughs> 60 albums, 50. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, um, I, I, I thought, felt a bit sorry for Rick because I heard him on the radio last week. I thought, oh, yeah, Rick, that was good. Lovely yeah, some good. There were some good sing-along, clap-along songs on there. Yeah. Not good enough for the top 20, though. No, mainly the, mainly the singles. <laughs> yeah, mainly the singles, exactly. Um, and I guess the surprise also is um, ABC, Black's Gonna Love. It's It's down there on my list at 20, but... Yeah, it didn't quite make mine, but but well, as I say, know, it's that, there. that actually wasn't another good, another good solid album. Yeah, I think. exactly. Uh, exactly. Gen- genuinely, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't it was sp- actually no more than listenable. Records. Yeah, I wasn't scratching around for for places at the bottom there. I was, you know, I had I had material. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, the the two big ones that, that didn't really feature in your list were the Yesayer album, which again was near the start 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 of the yeah. year, which I, which um, I think I said at the time, and I certainly think now is is I think. The best album they've they've done, real grower, just 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 a joy to listen to, and also Esperanza Spaulding's Emily's Devolution, which was the famous album mm. I reviewed and you didn't review in our <laughs> famous mix-up week. <laughs> hey, <laughs> um, that's probably why I forgot yeah. about it. <laughs> which, which again, it's just, it's just uh, yeah, you can yeah. probably listen to it. Which is it's, it's just a a great kind of. In some ways, it's a jazz record, but in in other ways, it's so not a jazz record. But it has uh, again, it's there's like a Bowie connection because same producer, uh, yeah. and so in that sense, it's quite interesting that two of my top five albums are produced by the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And apart from that, obviously, I had Metallica in there, Metallica in there as well. Uh, partly because it was a huge surprise that it was any good to mm. me. Because I, I has to be said, I was half thinking it was going to be a bit rubbish, but yeah. actually delivered as we as we said delivered a double album mm. that actually wasn't that long. Yeah, it was a double album in old school vinyl terms, as in fifteen minutes aside. Sorted and done. Yeah. Um, I will finish on one, one, one thing, back to the uh, critics' top albums. Uh-huh. So if we go back to the start when I was talking about the 95 end-of-year lists that uh, were available, if we created, and uh, I'm not going to do the whole 20, but if we get to top 10 of the albums that we reviewed based on critics' opinions of them, yes, they would be as follows, Pete. Well, at 10, you'd have Parquet Courts, a human performance. At uh, 9, Savages Adore. At 8, it's Polly Harvey again, and the Hope 6 Demolition Project. 7, speaking of long albums, <laughs> and even longer titles, the 1975 <laughs> I Like It When You Sleep, for you are so beautiful, yet so unaware of it. And yet so pretentious. At 6, Blood Orange, the Freetown Sound. At 5, Mitski Puberty 2. At 4, Body Bear, 22 million. Three, Angel Olsen, My Woman. Two, Nick Cave and Bad Seeds, Skeleton Tree. And, of course, David Bowie, David Black Star at number David one. David Bowie, David Bowie. So, as you say, that's the end of another year. Oh, Who yeah. knows what 2017 <laughs> will bring? <laughs> Hopefully we're all still here. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but there's a new Nin single out. Yeah! <laughs> Anyway, that's all, folks. <laughs> Ring on 2017. Ta-da. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.